Welcome to the Catholic Brides Podcast. My name is Anne, and I would like to welcome you to my show. On this podcast, we will be talking about what it means to be a Catholic bride, how to prepare for marriage, and how to walk with your spouse towards heaven. I'm excited that you're here, and I invite you to grab your favorite drink, settle in, and let's have a heart-to-heart about what it means to be a Catholic bride in today's world. Hey everybody, and welcome back to the Catholic Brides Podcast. My name is Anne, and I am your host for this show. I can't believe that as you're listening to this, uh, October is coming to a close, and it feels like it flew by so fast. I don't know about you, but fall time always seems like it flies by really fast, and we don't get to enjoy the fall colors for as long as we'd like before the snow hits. Um, It hasn't snowed here yet, but I definitely can feel it coming soon rather than later. Um, And it's just an anxious preparation and time of anticipation, I think, before the first snowfall because the first snowfall is like a beautiful event in the year and it is... Just so there's something so magical about the first snow. So I don't know about you, but I'm eagerly awaiting that first snowfall. I'm not really excited about the rest of winter, except for Christmas, because who doesn't love Christmas? And Christmas is awesome, and um, Jesus is born again, and it's beautiful. Um, but beyond that, I am not really a winter person. So today I wanted to talk a little bit about tithing, because I think especially as Catholic women, and as many of you, I'm sure, are entering into marriage or have been um, married for a little time now, I wanted to just talk about the concept of tithing and what it means to tithe, why we tithe, and just kind of open up that conversation because it's something that I know I wasn't really taught as a child. Um, We were taught to give to church, but we were never taught the nuts and bolts per se, or what the church actually says about tithing. And so I wanted to dive into that a little bit today and give us some clarity and some things I think to think about and to pray about as we enter um, ever so closer to the season of Advent, which is surprisingly coming up very quickly. Um, Obviously not for a little while yet, but just um, starting to become on our radar as the months grow colder. So I wanted to actually start with um, just kind of a verse from the Bible, because I think that this short little, actually it's a couple of verses, but the short little passage from the Bible has a lot of depth and a lot of ability for us to be able to contemplate and to be able to think about the um, meaning behind it. And I think that it ties in really well to what we're going to be talking about. So I wanted to start with it. So this is from the book of Luke, and it's the start of chapter 21. So Luke chapter 21 verses 1 through 4. When he looked up, he saw some wealthy people putting their offerings into the treasury, and he noticed a poor widow putting in two small coins. He said, I tell you truly, 
This poor widow put in more than all the rest. For those others have all made offerings from their surplus wealth, but she, from her poverty, has offered her whole livelihood. And I'll just read that again one more time, just so we have a little bit more time to think about it um, and ponder what it might mean. When he looked up, he saw some wealthy people putting in their offerings into the treasury, and he noticed a poor widow putting in two small coins. He said, I tell you truly, this poor widow put in more than all the rest. For those others have all made offerings from their surplus wealth, but she, from her poverty, has offered her whole livelihood. I think this passage has a lot for us to reflect on and a lot to think about in regards to tithing and what exactly it means to tithe and the all question that we have about what we actually should do when we tithe and how much to tithe. So I was looking into tithing a little bit tonight before I jumped on and started recording this podcast because I wanted to know exactly what the Catholic Church says about tithing. So the word tithe comes from an old English word meaning a tenth part. And so the tradition of the church is to give a tenth of our income into back to the church, back to God. And this is, again, the tradition. Um, it's not a doctrine of the church. It's not something that is set in stone. But I think that it is a good way to start thinking about tithing and what exactly it means to actually give back to God. And so the reason that we actually tithe is because we want to keep in mind that what we have is not our own. What we have has been given to us by God, and we are called to to answer his call in giving back to him what is his through tithing. Um, So like I mentioned, the tradition that people have passed on is 10%, but I think that especially reading Luke chapter 21 and kind of digesting what he says a little bit there, we need to think about our specific circumstances as well. Because I think that there is a lot of misconception of thinking that we have to give 10%, um, even if it hurts us, and we have to um, do our best to always give back to God in every single circumstance. And while this is good, and I believe that God will bless you for whatever you give, I believe that it's something that each individual person needs to discern and needs to pray about and think about what God has given them and also their specific circumstances. Because sometimes some people might be called to give more than 10% of their time or treasure back to God. And it's something that we need to take some time to pray about and take some time to just really discern what the Lord might be calling us to. So I think that the church is very wise in saying, or not saying rather, the exact amount that we should be tithing because she realizes that 
each person and each individual unique person's situation can dictate whether they are able to give that much or whether they are able to give something more or whether they might have be able not be able to give the 10%. So the church does not have a doctrine on what this specific amount is, but I think that she is wise in counseling us that we are to give um, in accordance with our life in accordance with what we are able to give. So for some people, especially if you have children and you're a single family household and finances might be really, really tight, you might not be able to give that 10% and still put food on the table for your children. And I think in circumstances like that and evaluating and praying and discerning um, is beautiful because like the poor widow's contribution that we read about, anything that you're able to give out of your poverty in a sense is a beautiful gift to the father and just knowing that you're giving it because you know that God has called us to give money back to him. I think that people with money and people who have more excess wealth per se have a little bit more of a challenge and a little bit harder time to actually give back in a way that makes sense for their income because even 10% of somebody's income that is a major surplus doesn't seem like it's putting a huge dent in their financial situation. And I think that people who are finding themselves in a situation like this also need to assess their finances and determine what they can give from their finances and from their situation that's going to give of themselves and actually give back to the Lord in that specific way. Because we have find ourselves in different situations, but thinking about the poor widow and the intent of her heart behind giving. Like the poor widow gave because she knew that she was supposed to be giving and wanted to serve the Lord in that way. And all of these other people who were there probably had their own intentions behind their heart, whether they were doing it out of obligation or doing it out of service. Um, but I think that no matter what you give, as long as you give it out of love for the Lord and you have discerned appropriately what your fi family can do and what they can give, I think that um, whatever gift you can give is beautiful and whatever gift that you have the ability to give is worth a million times more than you might think it is. And just to check our hearts and think about whether or not we're giving out of obligation or giving out of love is something that I think each and every one of us needs to take the time in prayer to be able to discern. Because I think especially if you're giving the same amount every week, um, it can turn into a monotonous, oh, I just drop in whatever amount, the same amount every week. Um, that's just kind of my routine and it's just kind of what I do. But being really intentional about it and being intentional about writing that check or taking that money or um, even just knowing if you do automatic payments through your 
your credit card or your bank, just knowing that that money is coming out and to be intentional about realizing that this is out of love for God and to pray for that grace to be able to always call to mind the love for God that you have that is calling you to give back to him what is his. And I think that is the best way to approach tithing, um, regardless of the amount of money that you give, is to know that it is from your heart and it is good and a way that you please the Lord and give to him of your wealth. So the last thing that I wanted to just touch on a little bit is the question of where should your money go? So I know that People are always have the question of 10% to our parish, 10% to other causes. Like, what is the specification here? And again, the church doesn't really give us a whole lot of guidance. They just tell us that giving a part of our wealth back to the Lord is what we are called to do. And so I think that a general guideline that the church does encourage us to do is to um, give to our parish and give back to the people in our direct community that are fostering us and helping us to grow in our faith. And obviously, as Catholics, that's going to be our unique parish that we are members of because we want to help fund their mission and help to help our local community grow so that we can outreach because when we're helping our local community to grow and they're helping us in turn to flourish in our faith, then it helps us to be able to prepare ourselves and prepare a mission to go out and serve the other people in the world. So starting with your parish and giving a percentage of your money to your parish is very helpful and I think a very noble cause to be able to help yourself to flourish, but also help the people around you to flourish as well. Um, So that's a great place to start. And another place, obviously, is to be able to tithe and give back money to causes that matter to you Um, and to take that money and to invest in the things that you are passionate about and that build up God's kingdom in many, many different ways because there are so many different ways that we can build up God's kingdom here on earth through different organizations that help people, whether that's homeless organizations or whether that's crisis pregnancy centers or anything of that nature. Um, I think it's a very beautiful and noble cause to be able to donate to those causes as well. So I think, again, it is just another um, discernment of the heart and asking in prayer what the Lord is calling us to do. And obviously, if you are listening to this, you're probably married. So this is a conversation that you and your spouse should prayerfully enter into together to determine where exactly your best money is to go and where exactly um, it is best to serve the people of God. And again, I want to reiterate to start with your parish, always tithe there first, and then to give money back to other causes as well as you're able. And I just want to also reiterate again, um, like I said before, whether you're giving $2 each week or whether you're giving 100 it doesn't matter as long as you are prayerfully discerning what you're called to do and doing it out of love for God and giving him back um, what is his through your tithing and 
doing it because you love the Lord and not because you're trying to please somebody else, not because you're obligated to, but because you truly love the Lord and you want his beauty and his goodness to shine to other people as well. So that's all I have for you in this episode. I hope you guys are having a wonderful start to your week. And if you have any questions or ever want to reach out to me, I'm always on Instagram at the Catholic Brides Podcast. And if you want to reach out to me, I'm always happy to chat about this episode or any episodes that come up in the podcast. So I hope you guys have a wonderful week and God bless you. And I will see you again in the next episode. You have been listening to the Catholic Brides podcast. If you enjoyed this content, I invite you to subscribe to the podcast. If you would like to get in touch with me, I invite you to either message me on Instagram or send me an email at catholicbrides at gmail.com. I look forward to having you join me again, and I look forward to connecting with you in the future. Thank you so much, and have a wonderful and blessed day.